0: Hey, 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 if you're tuned in right now, welcome to Not Hiding Shit, the Christian Experience Podcast Show, where we're never alone, but always together. It is I, your host, Christian Gilmore, and this is a very special edition of my podcast, rightfully titled, Baddies, Business, and Brunch. All summer long, I'm going to sit down with some of the baddest women in business that I know, and we're discussing their industry, aspirations, successes, and of course, ideal brunch recommendations for all the summer baddies out there. So, grab some snacks, get a pen and a pad, y'all. Relax and let's get into it. Miss Mary back. <laughs> Hi. Is that too much? <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> okay. How are you doing?
1: I'm doing well. How are you? Girl, I'm
0: tired. <laughs> <laughs> um, if we're being completely honest, it's just the day that I had. Uh huh. Um, so I am learning to prioritize rest instead of me just getting up and going and going and going. So word of advice to all the entrepreneurs out there: please do that because you will run yourself ragged trying to take care of everyone else. Let yourself. So
1: get your sis I know.
0: I know. <laughs> and one thing you gonna do? What you gonna do? You gonna take a it's nap? It's take a nap. <laughs> Mary will take a nap whenever, wherever, and I envy that. And I'm going to start falling asleep at the dinner table, the sofa, wherever, (laughs) um, because a nap is much needed. (laughs) But I am doing well. I'm excited to tell everyone or for you to tell everyone, for that matter, um, about your business and everything that you're aspiring to do. So just jumping right into it. Let everyone know what you do and who you are real quick.
1: (laughs) Okay, so my name is Mary Gilmore. Um, I am the owner of Treasure Lux. I started this hair business about two, two and a half years ago. Um, I think it was a little bit before the pandemic happened. Um, I really started out doing everything and not really specializing in anything. Um, So braids, crochets, locks, starting locks retwisting them sewings installs it was just everything um and during that we like i'm gonna say during this time um i started to what's the word like narrow down what my niche is and mm-hmm. what i want to be known for um so i just want to do wigs anything that happens with hair we could do a closure sew in every now and then a little frontal install but i really want to do it
0: correct um i don't know if you guys heard that first part but she said her last name is gilmore so this is my sister-in-law if y'all ever wonder um who is doing all um well knew all the new stuff for her social media and stuff, that is me. I am her creative director, so it has been a pleasure getting to know her um, in the business world and everything that she's trying to do. Um, can you tell us about why you were inspired to get started on this journey of doing wigs and hair and what really pulled you into this industry?
1: Um, doing hair has always been another passion of mine. I feel like when I was in college, it was kind of like choose between hair or being a teacher Mm -hmm. and at the time being a teacher seemed to be a little bit more stable and giving me more security than um than doing hair Mm -hmm. um so again back around two and a half years ago i was like okay i think i kind of want to still dabble into this other passion of mine. Um, And I decided to make a business, but I was really inspired by like, oh, this could be a very profitable side hustle. Mm -hmm. I can get some more money. (laughs) (laughs) Aside from me thinking like, oh yeah, let me delve into this passion of mine and hone in on some more of my craft. I was also thinking like, okay, let me get some money.
0: You know what? And that's not a bad thought to have. At all, some people think like you should just do it for the passion. Well, you want to make sure your passion is also paying you because real money is money that you don't have to like make when you're like there. But this is a very profitable industry, especially like for Black women because who doesn't like getting their hair done? How often do I stay in your chair? (laughs) (laughs) So I definitely, when I found out she was doing hair, y'all, I was just like, oh, this is gonna be the one forever. Right? (laughs) I am not (laughs) so convenient anybody else. Really, um, I might go to like my best friend or something, but that's if she's not available at all. Like, she's just like, nah, sis, I'm booked up for the month type stuff. So, I am, I stay in Mary's chair. Um, when you were first getting started, I remember you was just, you know, you're still doing it out of your home, mm-hmm. but um, I know you have your own room now, which is like really great for me to see because <laughs> I remember you had your own little, you know, your corner. Yeah, your yeah, 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 and so. <laughs> When you first started, whether it be about your methods of doing hair or anything like that, what was the toughest thing for you um, getting started? Was it the, the hair portion, getting clientele? What did it look like?
1: Hmm. I think at that time, the hardest part for me was figuring out what, was going to be my profit and what was going to go back into the business. Mm-hmm. Um, and this was before I created an LLC. So I don't know. I still wasn't doing everything like in a like manner. Um, still piercing that corporate veil of like business money mingling into my personal money and not really knowing how to, um, to differentiate that. So <laughs> whenever people will pay me from Style Seed or even pay me in cash, I'll be like, oh, hey, I got all this money. I'm rich. But then it's just like, Mary, um, you have to buy jam. You have to buy hair. Yeah. You have to buy more combs, more. That's
0: inventory, baby. That right. That's nothing else. I feel like especially, well, I want to jump back to what you said about an LLC. Can you tell our listeners what that is and what to expect uh, when you get one. Mary? Y'all, I don't know. If she went somewhere. What just happened? Ha <laughs> I am putting it on you. I know my <laughs> signal is a <A1>. one. It's you. <laughs> I don't know what it is. You know what? It could be my Wi Fi. Wi No, no.
1: <laughs> I'm in the living room, but it could be the Wi Fi because um, me and KK was having issues with that earlier today.
0: Did okay. So um, you were talking about how Caleb would come home late and mm-hmm. couldn't understand. So I'm sorry. Keep speaking to that.
1: Um, I said it wasn't until I started to be in my lab um at late hours um and would get that like sudden burst of motivation to do something to start a wig at 10 o'clock at night Mm -hmm. to really be like oh dang like this is this is what he must be going through or like this is what he must be thinking when he um stays late at work you know so It didn't take me being in that situation. It took me being in that situation to appreciate him more and appreciate his mindset more and to be like, okay, cool. I'm a I'm a relax. I'm a push up off you a little bit because Mm -hmm. I I now understand because I've been through it myself or I am going through it myself.
0: So with two years in the game, now that you feel like you kind of have, you know, basically that skin in the game, what is a pet peeve of yours when it comes to entrepreneurialism? Um, is it the is it the long hours? I mean, I know that comes with it, but like, I know there's just something that you just like. I don't like this straight up. It's not my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> and I know you, so I know you got something to say.
1: <laughs> I'm going to go with um, doing things I know I need to do, but I don't want to do. So that could be prepping for a client. Um, after I've had three clients in a day or two clients that, that had hairstyles that took all day and I'm like, okay, well, I don't really want to stand on my feet or I don't really want to clean these combs or clean these clips or whatever, but I have to do it because first of all, I'm trying to get out of this lazy spirit, y'all. Um, but I'm lazy And so I would. This girl's fighting demons. uh, Really? You know, (laughs) that'd be on my back every day. And I would, you know, have to be like, okay, Mary, you can't just leave it in the bucket. You can't just, you know, leave it like this. You have to go ahead and clean it now, clean up your space now. That way you'll already be prepped for tomorrow's client. So I think I would say the main thing is making sure that I continue doing things that I don't want to do when I need to do them.
0: Okay, so it sounds like you are developing a lot of self awareness about you being an entrepreneur. Yeah. Um, in this, did you ever feel yourself having an imposter syndrome? going have to bear with us. Don't um, hate me. <laughs> 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 it, 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 it. It, at this point, um, yeah, y'all just go ahead and bear with us. That's all I'm gonna say. I hope this is <laughs> entertaining for y'all because we only got one shot. <laughs> um, dang girl, it wasn't
1: your question was about imposter syndrome.
0: Yes, um, like just doing it two years in when you was making that first wig, or just even now, um, because your skills will develop as you continue to get more and more advanced in the industry you, you're in. Did mm-hmm. you ever have imposter
1: syndrome about the stuff that you were doing? Yeah. Um, I would always think, like, you know, I would have a couple of good thoughts. And then that one thought of doubt would creep in. And I'm like, okay, I can never do this. I'm not as good as I thought I was, And then, like, that one thought turns into five, which turns into ten, which turns into, and you know, like, it overshadows all of these positive thoughts I had in my in my brain about who I was as an artist already Mm -hmm. Um, so I think one of the problems was just like not remembering like there were times where my books were always filled or my chair was you know barely empty and I think during those times where I have that self-doubt I have to point my brain back to okay Mary there was a time where things were like we're really looking up like Mm -hmm. books were filled people were in your chair people were referring you a lot of word of mouth was going on like even in like I could I could see that based off of the people that was coming into me my name was in rooms that I wasn't even thinking about being in like my name was just there um and for me now, it's like, I have to remember that there was a time where everything was prosperous, you know? And when those ideas of self-doubt or imposter syndrome come, come into play, I have to think, okay, if I've done it once, I know I can do it again. Right. And this time, I'm more knowledgeable in marketing. I'm more knowledgeable in branding, more knowledgeable in, like, how to set myself up for success than I was two years ago. So if I could do that two years ago without even knowing how to market myself, how to market my business, how to write um, a, a caption, you know, what pictures to post, like if I could do all that and be successful back then, then I know that I can do it now with right. all the knowledge that I've gained.
0: Right, because it's it's a process. And a lot of Correct. this, you're going to have to be your biggest cheerleader. Right. So if y'all don't know that, this is a part of the, the game you're playing, essentially, because people will be there when you first start out. And then sometimes you'll see it, like, die off, whether that be, like, your support or your clientele. And so it sounds like, you know, you got to make sure you have your own back. So for people out there who are having like, trouble booking or just thinking they are having trouble, it couldn't be... Sometimes it just couldn't be you. Um, things happen. And so I think you just kind of got to go in your mind and rely on those reflections and have conversations with yourself and say, you know, you still got the talent. Don't right. be discouraged. Right. So when you're, like, after you kind of, like, having those doubts and everything, how... Do you, like, get over it? Is it just that self-reflection time? Do you, you know, change something in your business? Do you try to just switch it up a little bit? Or is it just more so I'm having reflection time? Hold on to that reflection time because it's going to come again.
1: I think the reflection time is very important because I don't always, or I haven't always remembered, like, small victories or vic- big victories that I've had in my business um, so for me, reflection is very important because it's it's um, a practice that I'm, well, I, let me say, it, like a strategy that I'm practicing now, um, of making sure that okay, things aren't going as well as I thought they would be going, or um, you know, this self doubt ideal or something is happening in my head right now, but you know.
0: Right, just still gotta follow through with it. How do you feel about having your own business, and what is a really big goal for you right now? I know that we just got cut. It's technical difficulties. Do not blame it on me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't know what happened. I was still there. (laughs) Me. Me either. I was like, I know I did not press nothing. I don't know. We just don't <laughs> chalk it up to, to that. Um, but before we got disconnected, you had said um, or talked about briefly uh, LLC. Can you tell our listeners what that is and what they can expect uh, when they get one?
1: Okay, I said that it, it was a limited liability um, corporation. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just protecting you from <laughs> getting sued and somebody taking your personal money. Um Nobody would be able to sue me as Mary Gilmore. They would be Mm -hmm. suing the business, Treasure Lux, if something ever happened um, to them or they felt they didn't get their their money's worth or anything. Like, they would just be able to sue the business and not me. And that just protects all my coins.
0: Okay. So, make sure that you definitely get... One of those, uh, when do you suggest to get an LLC? Some people think to get one like immediately, and sometimes you don't need to do
1: that. Yeah,
0: um, that's a good question.
1: I got mine maybe two years into doing it only because I was starting to take my business a little bit more seriously. So it depends on what vision you have for your business if you want to continue doing hair out of your kitchen and people continuously are coming to you and are are okay with that and you are okay with that then that's fine i don't know if you will really need an llc the only thing that i realized i needed in missouri was a braiders license Mm -hmm. which was super duper easy to obtain all i had to do was watch a couple of videos that was long but you know it tells you about sanit- um, sanitation and everything like that and then once you get your um, certification you just send that back with $20 mm-hmm. and, and that's it uh, you do have to get something notarized though so I would say that like filling out the application getting it notarized taking a couple courses watching a couple videos then send $20 in it and you be good um but as, as far as my vision and what I wanted for my business, I didn't just want to, I can't even articulate it right now. I didn't want, like, even though I still do um, hair out of my house, it's mm-hmm. separated from the rest of my house. Like the In the last house me and my husband were in, it was an open concept, so like, even though I had my own space in the corner, like, people were still able to see my kitchen and my living room and the dining room and, like, basically just my whole house. And now I feel like customers' clients get a better experience because they're in a room that's specially made for me and my clients. Nobody comes to comes to visit. It's just me and that person. Like, it's decorated to like to my liking, how mm-hmm. I want it to be. I don't know if I went off on a tangent and really answered your question or not, but.
0: <laughs> no, you're, you're, you're good. And this is what people need to know. Like you need to have your own space. So a lot yeah. of us work outside of our homes, especially if you're an entrepreneur first starting out. So having that separate space from the rest of your, your house or your personal life is very, very important. So the two don't mix. So mm-hmm. when you're just like at home being married, in the living room or wherever you are, that is your time to do that. When right. you are in your lab, and that's what we like to call it, um, <laughs> room, that is the business. Mary. Right, Giving right. Getting things, popping, shipping orders, doing hair, that is very, very important that you separate the two. Um, and that's what I was talking about um, earlier, just having that rest or that boundary so that right. way you know when to stop. <laughs> because right. uh, a woman like me or, honestly, like a woman <laughs> like you, we'll keep going. We'll just keep going. The <laughs> stuff is cool. And
1: it's not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I think it it was important too, like not to have my clients see all of my house. I feel like if I were to go into a home salon, um, I wouldn't want to see <laughs> your trash on the floor, your dirty laundry, you, you okay. know, dishes in the sink like that that's something that I would not want to see as a client. And I remember being at the old house, like having to clean up the entire space for a client because they would be in a space that's visible, you know, to see the rest of my house. So yeah. like now, you know, I'm not going to say I'm trifling, but you know, dishes can be in the sink, and a client would it. not know because <laughs> you're downstairs in my room. It's smelling good. Candles are burning the floor is clean, like, you don't have to even think about what the rest of my house is looking like, you know?
0: Yeah, she's created a a likable experience, a a memorable one at that, and for all of you who do care out there, that's what you want to create for your business. When you're taking clientele, um, you don't want them to forget you, and you definitely want them to come again. And um, just harping on what you said, when you was thinking about two years ago, when you started two years ago, do you feel like you know, you had all the support that you needed. I know that I was definitely being <laughs> married for starting here. Little did you know it was a part of my devious plan for you to keep doing my it. <laughs> um, but do you feel like you just got support from your family, your friends, um, your husband, everyone that's just involved in your life pushing you? Do you feel like you had that?
1: For sure. I don't remember anybody saying you know, like anybody being a naysayer, like oh, you shouldn't do this. Somebody else is doing this, or do you know how many hairstylists we already have in Kansas City? Like, Mm-mm. nobody said that. Everybody was um, was pushing me to be the best that I could be, and I didn't know it then, but you know, I know it now. How much I've grown, really, in just the entrepreneurial mindset because being an entrepreneur is hard. Mm-hmm. we're not, we not gonna sugarcoat <laughs> it like if you want to start your own business that's amazing but you really have to know or be willing to educate yourself I'm gonna say that mm-hmm. be willing to educate yourself on the amount of hard work and sacrifices is going to take for you to get to where you want to be um And at first, before I started this business, it was hard for me to see that because, you know, I would talk to Caleb, uh, who's a barber and essentially an entrepreneur himself. Like, he's building his own brand, his own business of barbering. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there would be Easy
0: K, Easy K Financing. He knows what that means. For sure, for sure. (laughs) (laughs) There would be days where, like,
1: he would come home around like 9, 9.30, almost 10 o'clock, and you know, have a long day of doing hair. And I'd be like, I mean, um, sir, what are you doing? Coming right. home this late at night.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but it didn't it took me to
0: I know this thing did not just cut off again. Y'all, I feel like
1: right now. Okay, I think I know what it is. It's not you the I Feel
0: like that that meme with the cigarette holding his head. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, think, kids, I think. Kids.
1: I think it's because the screen on my phone like goes off every five minutes. Maybe not. I don't know.
0: I. I that's what it it was. should stay on, y'all. I, I'm sorry. It should stay on because we're. Yeah, we're recording this right now, but that's what you're making me feel like. I knew I should have came to your house. <laughs> <But>
1: <laughs> I thought that's fun. what you were going to do at first. And, you know, you just work your little mojo magic um, with editing, and, and it'll be all good.
0: Right? Yeah, I still am figuring out this this platform. So don't don't wish that on me. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Okay, <laughs> it's all right. Okay. I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to have to. Um, <laughs> so to answer your you know, question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: my biggest goals, let's see um my first biggest goal is to become a student mm-hmm. um of my craft, and I wasn't really doing that. I was just like, okay, you know, I can make a wig. it doesn't take that long for me make for me to make one, you know, and last january, um one of my birthday presents was you know taking a sewing machine class. Mm -hmm. um shout out to dramatic collection um on instagram Mm -hmm. okay um i took her class and i was like oh bet you know like i'm tired of um hand sewing my wigs it would take me hours to do it by hand versus taking like 30 minutes to do it on the sewing machine it's the best um and so I feel like that was really the last time that I was a student of something, and honestly, that class was just a couple of hours for the day. So uh, outside of me like practicing on my own a little bit, it I I wouldn't consider myself like a student of anything else because I wasn't I wasn't being intentional about learning something new. But now. I'm more intentional about, okay. we got to learn some color theory or we have to learn how to color correct or some color formulas and stuff like that in order for me to be able to even make my own color or Mm -hmm. do something crazy with a color. I need to know the color wheel. I need to know how to get a neutral or how to get this kind of color. So I'm starting to 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 get into that now. Um, So that's one of my goals to be to be a student. Mm-hmm. Um, to be intentional about my learning. And the second goal, I would say stepping out of my comfort zone when it comes to styling. Like not doing the same bust-down middle part, you know, mm-hmm. six inches Switching bundle, a you little. know. Yeah, just like I feel like everybody can do that. And it doesn't take much out of you. It's not very challenging to make a middle part and flat-iron some hair.
0: Right, I love me a good bust down middle part, and
1: I um, do as well.
0: <laughs> you you know that I do I as well because it's it's just something about it. But I definitely agree. Switching up any no matter what industry you're in, switching up your approach to the work that you're doing is very important. That's how you create legacy and longevity. Correct. And correct. I think for you, that's going to be very very important, especially just just with hair. I mean, the arrogant of the world, like. Everybody's coming into their own creativity, and what I really like watch for for you and want for you is just have that signature thing for you, whether it just be like a simple curl or just something, you know, with your initial on it, so that way we know that's Mary. So, right, y'all, she's been in the lab working hard. Um, you just actually released a new collection. Um, which I got to help take pictures for and just learn about as well. So it was called Looks So Sweet. And mm-hmm. just tell us about that experience of making those weeks and what you learned.
1: Ooh, okay. The, it was a very long process. I feel like we started maybe two months before um, the launch was supposed to happen. Just figuring out, just, honestly, just really taking our time. And that that's the motto <laughs> for me. For the rest of my life going into this business, taking my time because um I'm impulsive, I like to make decisions right then yeah. and there. Um, but everything leading up to the the launch was perfect because we had taken our time and we had really thought this process, I really flushed out all of the ideas that we had. Sometimes I would come to Chrissy and be like, Hey, you know, what about this? And she'd be like, mm,
0: let's not. How about because yeah. <laughs> you know me? We're gonna think this through anything that you know I'm involved in. I want them to have the best. Right. And we're going to right. make boards and have multiple, which is <laughs> exactly why we did. And I stand by that. 100%. Right, right. Let them know what kind of Director, I am because I'm okay. Play around (laughs) the best,
1: shameless plug. Um, but but for nobody else, listen, I'm tired, so just my companies
0: that I'm under that's it. And she is one of them.
1: (laughs) We sat down and talked about what each wig was going to look like. Um, you kind of left the creativity towards me, but I feel like I wanted to share what that was going to look like anyway. We thought about Um, outfits for the hair um, places to shoot Chrissy was making sure that before we went into any business shout out to Keisha Candy Apples before we went into any business um, she already went in there before me and and made sure that we made that connection and and made sure everything was okay for us to shoot there Um, so yeah uh, it was a lot (laughs) it It was a lot, Um, but it wasn't. Also, Christy knows how overwhelmed I can get, Um, because here's the thing. I'm a procrastinator, and when I start to do things, I do it at the last minute, to the point where I am overwhelmed and stressed about everything that I have to do on my plate. And mm-hmm. so with Chrissy knowing that and understanding that part about me, she was able to like lay out a clear foundation of what we're going to do. Hey, we're going to meet every Sunday. Hey, our meetings are going to be about this, this, this. And like writing down what our meetings were about, making sure that we had solutions or had um Time to come back and revisit that, so we could find a solution. Making sure we knew what to talk about for the next uh, meeting, or, or making sure you know we, I had something to present to her for the next meeting. Um, so I say yes. The process was was lengthy, but well worth it because the the engagement that I got from my audience uh, was like no other. Exactly. It really was, compared to, you know, the other launches I tried to drop in the past, like, this one was so, it had so much engagement. Whether it was, like, mostly family members, mm-hmm. it was still... Engagement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. engagement, Earned engagement
0: at that. Okay? It
1: was. It was, because I wasn't texting anybody to be like, hey, I just posted the picture. Go ahead and comment on it real quick. It wasn't... It wasn't anything like that. It was legit.
0: And I think it's important that we all know, like, when Mary's talking about, like, even her flaws in entrepreneurialism, it happens. And it's natural. Nobody comes up into this thing perfect. Mm -hmm. Um, It's a learning process. And for all of my creative directors out there, I'm a novice. Actually, I became her creative director because it was self-appointed. I <laughs> came to her and was just like, I'm going to do this now. I'm the captain now. <laughs> so I I wanted to help her with this vision. I knew that it was time for her to have a production, a real-life production. And
1: Yeah, it was I time to level know, up
0: yeah and i definitely wanted her to have options so for all my creative directors out there who are novice at this thing just like i am present your client with options it helps narrow down what they want and what they do not want and i'm still learning still growing um because it's a it's a team effort and i wanted mary to have a solid team and know what that looks like because as she continues to grow in success it's going to qualify that and honestly you never want to be slighted in your industry by anyone um, whether they're family, friends or or not so you need to know everybody who's coming through your door and what you're going to present to them. That's very important.
1: I think that's another thing too like making sure that you have people in your corner that can see or that can tell you when it's time to level up because in my head you know I I get very comfortable um, and I don't always if it's not right in front of me i i am not very good with like looking into the future and like knowing what my purpose is going to be far off like i only see what's here what's now i only touch what's here and what's now but you need people in your circle that can see past what current situation you're in so for me to have chrissy and to be able to see, like, okay, yeah, you can't just be doing this by yourself anymore. You got to have people around you. It was good for her to self-appoint herself because okay. I didn't know. It's like I didn't know what I needed at the time, but she knew what I
0: needed. So it, it was perfect, really. And I just I, I i had to. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just had to. I had so many ideas just brewing, and I was just like, it's not fair for me to keep this. It's not yeah. even my stuff.
1: That's the thing. <laughs> honestly, every time she got in my chair, she would be giving me ideas. Like every time she sat in my chair, we would talk about something, something in my business that I wanted to do. Uh, I wanted to give my clients some kind of experience. I wanted to give them that, you know, I didn't feel like another um, stylist has given them or even not even that, but she just like, just cultivating my relationship with the clients that I had um, and what could I do to make their experience better. Um, And so, yeah, just leveling up on all all areas. So it it was like, yeah, we going to take this from me, me and you talking about it while I'm in your chair to me and you like making a more consistent effort to make this a thing.
0: Right. And we definitely need to release, as I'm thinking about this on the podcast, we need to release some behind-the-scenes footage. Um, and we're going to give all of her socials uh, at the end of this so you can see all the work that she's done, where to find the wigs and everything because that um, collection is out and up for grabs. So first come, first serve, ladies. Um, <laughs> you want to make sure that you are having your chance at getting a Lux wig. We are not doing business and you know, running around and doing everyone's hair, what's your advice for self-care? What do you do for your own self-care to make sure that you don't hit burnout? Or if you do hit burnout, what does that look like?
1: Um, I feel like before I hit burnout, my husband will, you know, have a conversation with me before that even happens because he doesn't want to see me hit that wall. Um, so I remember a point where he sat me down and was like, hey, sis, <laughs> you doing too much. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what can I do to, what can I take off of your plate so that you won't, you know, reach that burnout? At that point, I was in school, um, getting my master's of education. I am a school teacher, so teaching nine to five, nine to five. Um, you know. For, for lack of better words, babysitting somebody else's kids, um, coming home, being a wife, trying to, to work in the lab as well and find time for that, you know, having clients on the weekends. Um, it was just a lot. And so when he did that, I was like, look, bro, you can cook dinner more often or, you know, you can make sure that the, that the meat is thawed out for me. Uh, when I get home, so that I can go ahead and start cooking and get that out the way, and, and move on to something else. Um, which was shout out to him for his teamwork. Shout out to him for the the patience he had with me because I feel like it was just so many things on my plate that I wasn't giving a hundred percent to. It was like fifty percent wife, twenty five percent teacher. You know, it it was just a lot. Um, but I'd also say I love a good candle, I love a good bottle of wine, Um, and I, I love a good book as well. So, before I get burnt out, I like being in my room. I feel like our bedroom is like a sanctuary, I don't have to worry about too much while I'm in that room. It's a nice comfortable space, our bed is comfortable. I can, you know, pull up a, a comforter on me, like light some candles, have a glass of wine and read my book. I feel like that is a good space for me, self-care space for me. I, if I had to give advice, I would say to to find something that soothes you. I would also say if you were as busy as I am to kind of like schedule yourself in and because I'm always on the go. I think me. Uh, I think Chrissy talked about this earlier. How we're always just like, I gotta do this. I gotta do that. I gotta do this. Yeah, overscheduling ourselves. Right. Um, and so for me, it's getting into the practice of like making sure that I set aside some time for me, and not just me and my husband. Sometimes I also get caught up in that as well. Like, it's not us time all the time. Sometimes I can go into the room by myself and he doesn't have to be in there. Mm-hmm. Or I can be in the living room by myself and he can be somewhere else. Like, I don't have to be with him at all times. But it's a time for me to, to set aside just for me and what I want to do, what I want to watch. Caleb don't want to watch everything I want to watch. Sometimes I just want to watch Real Housewives. <laughs> American. No, why?
0: Because you be watching some really good shows, y'all. <laughs> they put me onto this show called Billions. I still have to start it over. It is on Prime Video. But when I say it, I fell in love with that show because Mary be watching these really like, good, <laughs> mysterious, suspense shows, Like that is my guru for shows. I, she gets me hooked every time. And, and now gets what? Me be on the shot. Yeah. (laughs) I just started the shot. I do have to start that over because she's like so far in, but she be in the middle of a season on season like eight. And then I'd be like, (laughs) dang, like, where does it start? Who is this person? I'm one of those people. Um, I do not care because I want to know what you're watching. (laughs) But she is like, like I said, the guru for finding me a good show and just like putting me on. Um, When you think about, people starting their own business, or just even getting into the wig industry, what is your advice starting out, or just what were some of your mistakes that you would just be like, hey sis, hey bruh, like this is what you need to look at. You know, we do not discriminate, whoever do care. Um, yes. <laughs> this is what you need to look out for if you're going to get into this industry and take it seriously.
1: Um, I would say, okay, so my biggest mistake, the, the one that's really on my brain at the moment is um, being impulsive Um, Mm -hmm. and that can kind of flow into everything like um, impulsive with my scheduling, impulsive with um, posting certain things or talking to vendors, how I talk to them or purchasing from them even um, just because I want the hair or getting some hair from the beauty supply store, knowing that the Quality is not the quality I know I want for my business. And I'm not saying that I took the hair from the beauty supply store and sold that mm-hmm. as higher quality. But I'm just saying, in terms of me practicing or wanting something to practice on, mm-hmm. I, I would go to the hair store because I'm like, okay, well, this is convenient. I can I can get this right now versus waiting a week or so from my vendor. And just testing it out. Right, right, right. Um, So I would say inconveniencing yourself (laughs) like Mm -hmm. that well for me i can inconvenience myself by not going to the hair store right now to get lower quality bundles but wait for my vendor to send me high quality bundles which is what i wanted to begin with um i would say to take your time and that sounds so mundane and you know like sounds Mm -hmm. like everybody's saying take your time and you don't really know what that means but in your decision making processes take your time think about it flush out the idea write out pros and cons that's not something I'm I'm used to doing um but yeah not everything has to be done as soon as you get in your head or have that vision um I would say find your lane, find your niche, and stick with it. Um, My niche is custom color. Like, there are a lot of people in Kansas City right now that are making wigs, and that's great for them. Their wigs look amazing. But I don't see anybody doing what I'm doing with custom color. Like, I, I may see, you know, a blue wig, a red wig here or there, but not purple and green mixed together or, you know, not – red to orange to blue
0: you know so right. and that could go just go down to the the way you layer it um, i'm not too right. familiar with um the hair dark and you know i just get it done <laughs> <laughs> i'm not i leave that up to you but honestly <laughs> um and this is where i'm just gonna put myself out there i have to become more knowledgeable about hair because i'm working for mary and with that i've learned um just so much in terms of exposure to bundles Um, because she knows I'll I'll braid my hair up and down and And she knows this this is how I am and I'm not changing but I did promise myself I would expose myself to more hairstyles and just honestly be more of her guinea pig so she can have that um, availability to do so Mm -hmm. and with that industry again you just got to switch it up there's always new hairstyles or recreating hairstyles and it's all about how you execute it write down from the style cut in color so right she's definitely learning all of that so I guess I'm ready for some color Mary
1: <laughs> you
0: can't um, say you guess you ready you already tried it I did I did I'm just talking about doing it more um yeah, she did yeah. do like pink box braids on me and that was new it outfit was so cute wise,
1: it <laughs> oh was yeah a little,
0: yeah outfit <laughs> wise, it was like a little bit annoying because I was like I gotta wear black all the time but I really didn't. I guess I'm also opening myself up to style and a whole bunch of other stuff. Um, but yeah, she's she's working on these colors, pushing me out there. So she is the perfect person to get pushed by for doing colors because she stays doing color on here.
1: <laughs> um, I would also say um, the last advice I would give is not to get too um, caught up in social media um, to where you feel like you're comparing yourself to other people. That's so
0: hard to do,
1: but yes, definitely. (laughs) Yeah, or like looking at so many people for inspiration to the point where you lose your own inspiration. I feel like that's happened to me a couple times. I'm like, oh, you know, I'll just go on here to see, you know, a, a certain color scheme or, you know, how they did the placement of the color and I'm looking at so many different pictures of placement and, and wigs and anything that I'm like okay now wait what did I want to do to begin with I just then lost my whole yeah JT thought division. process you know looking at what everybody else has done that my creativity has gone outside the window and I'm more so thinking about how I can replicate what somebody else did um, which is not always a, a bad case but I don't want that to be the the case for every single wig that I mm. want to put out. Like mm-hmm. I don't want all of my wigs to look like somebody else's wigs. So I want my wigs to stand out. Um and somebody to be like, mm, "That's that's a wig from Mary." I don't right. know how to do that just yet. But yes, for the, a part of me, <laughs> a part of me being a student is realizing like, "Okay, well, do I like this style or do I like this style?" Like what cut and style do I like the best, and what cut and style do I feel like can can be a part of my wig collections to the point where somebody would be like, "Oh, that cut was from Mary," or you that color it got to be from Mary. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, it's it's a it's a learning thing. Nobody comes into the game knowing everything. You're not supposed to, and I'm right. If you right can't be taught anything. Then you're useless because. um <laughs> You're, you're here to learn from people. And, yes, they might be in the same um, same industry that you are in, but at the same time, it's like they do things differently. and not That's another of to thing, people, too. Yeah, like, 9 like out of 10 when you see people, like, they are, have put in years and years and years of internship and experience, and it's okay if you're not there yet.
1: Yeah. Yeah, be coachable. Be teachable. They're still, you, like, my coworker, um... Like I said before, I am a teacher um, and the coworker that I had, she's also a hairstylist and she's been a hairstylist for years, but she doesn't know how to make a wig on the sewing machine. So, I mean, it's still, it's all these areas for growth, no matter how long you have been in the business. I said I would show her how to make a wig on the sewing machine and she would show me a color scheme or something like that from the color wheel. Like, and that's, it's kind of like that trade-off too. Like,
0: yeah,
1: let me get knowledge from you and you can get knowledge from me.
0: Exactly. It's about the, and it creates a networking opportunity. For sure. Um, for Mary's rebranding that she has coming up, which I'm really excited about. I realized that it's time for me as a, as a CD to learn about community. And I don't always have, I mean, my ideas are pretty bomb, I would say so myself, but um, (laughs) I don't always have, you know, everything in my brain the way that I I want it to when it comes to execution, so Mm -hmm. I am having the opportunity to link up with another creative director and bring something to life for her, and I love it because it has allowed me to be wrong, and I'm open to being wrong and learning and having idea trade-offs and it's genuine. It's not like, you know, no fake uh, fake stuff or anything yeah. like that. Yeah. It's like, I'm really interested about learning from this person because they can see a vision that I can't. And there's nothing to be embarrassed about or feel like you lack something in that. Um, that's just another area for you to grow and for you to experience. And so that is the best thing about business when it comes to networking is getting around other people who specialize in creativity and want to do something to bring us a form of art to life.
1: Yeah. And thinking
0: um, that this is like a form of art
1: is something that's kind of foreign to me as well. Like, I've, I mean, I do now, but a year ago, I never really uh, referred to myself as an artist. I was like, okay, yeah, I, I do hair. But now it's like, girl, I be painting on color. All the time. Like,
0: mm. I'm an artist.
1: This is for sure. If I'm over here learning the color wheel.
0: Yeah, it's art. I'm an artist. <laughs> Period. Period. Because it, it's, everything is a form of art. Right. No matter how you try to shape it, paint it, whatever. It's a right. form of art. Um, well, Mary, I have one more question for you. This has been a lovely interview. Thank you for not disconnecting us. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, every time you pause, I was like, "Uh oh, did she leave? Did she go again? <laughs> do I gotta do I gotta send it again?" Um, now, you know we love a good brunch or a good outing
1: mm. between us. Mm, we shall um, do
0: <laughs> right. Summer twenty twenty, man, y'all, it was the best year. I was having a little bit of a hot girl summer. I was outside a little bit, and the margaritas was popping. We have this favorite yeah. place we like to go, to.
1: and the fact that it was like literally five minutes away from the house we used to stay.
0: Exactly <laughs> five, five minutes to get turned like in the middle of the day, like in no, because I of would
1: okay. It was in a time where like virtual teaching was a thing, and none of my third graders knew how to do anything. I'm not gonna say that they they. It was just a very hard um, transition for the both of us. from being
0: in person to being on a Chromebook.
1: Yes, all day long, like, and then some of them, you know, not showing up. So now you're missing a whole lot. It was just, Mm -hmm. it was just a lot. So whenever I would have a a bad day, which were a lot of bad days. (laughs) Shout out to all my teachers going through it. (laughs) I'd be like, Chrissy, you want to go? man you and, it, go get some it,
0: wouldn't, it wouldn't take nothing but a look we would just kind of give each other you know the <laughs> emoji eyes like just be like hey hey you listen down the street it really street now as <laughs> a, a prickly pear and we'll be <laughs> back before caleb gets home he will never know <laughs> right and it, it would just be the best time because it was like i don't know something about the height of the pandemic that summer was just the best summer for me mm-hmm. and i was having a great time but the question I wanted to ask you um, is, what is your go-to brunch item when you are out? Um,
1: I love a good bottomless mimosa now. Okay, um, yeah, you
0: are the second person that has said that. I I love me a good mimosas from the right place.
1: I, I really don't care if it's an orange <laughs> or cranberry or <laughs> peach. I can take all flavors except for grapefruit. I only really, I only really mess with that but um yeah a, a good bottomless mimosa so i really don't care about i mean i care about the food i just want it to be like a hearty meal that will soak up the alcohol
0: you know what and i i can um second that i have seen mary in action and it is <laughs> it is the best not in <laughs> action <laughs> we one thing we gonna you know if we can and we ain't got nothing going on Gonna have a
1: drink, and Mary <laughs> definitely
0: gonna have a drink. A drink and a nap, okay? The nap has to follow right after the event. If you don't know how things go, mm, if you ever know me Mary, so well. Yeah, it has to follow exactly after because she's going to nap no matter what happens. Whether it's you know fifteen minutes, ten minutes, five minutes, she's gonna get the nap in. An hour, right? <laughs> but so you have to set aside that time. I yes, for also sure. Second, mimosas. Uh, meal wise, I said um eggs Benedict last time I will say um like eggs frittata is also very very really? good to me it's it's something about a good poached egg it just has to be cooked right as long as anything mm-hmm.
1: right, you still
0: here. like it wet in the middle you're a hater and it's i don't want you to know
1: <laughs> <laughs> cuz yes, i so do like love a good omelet right- myself but you know the egg has to be cooked all the way through for me to eat it
0: you're not, you're not making feeling me feel uncomfortable in any way, and, that, and that's fine. You like it. what you like. <laughs> that's right, because that's how I am. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to eat my egg, Runny. Shout out to all the Runny Egg people out there.
1: Boo. It, it,
0: it, 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 girl, you top that up with a piece of, of bacon. And, and I, I, I don't eat up. pork. I don't eat pork bacon, so it's definitely turkey bacon. But yeah, egg frittata, <laughs> like it's 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 genius. It's beautiful. And um, I love me the way I am. And that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Before we get out of here today, please put my listeners on to your socials um, where they can find the beautiful wig collection you just released, all of that, and if you have any announcements as well.
1: Boop boop. Okay, so Instagram and um, TikTok are at underscore Treasure Lux now Treasure is spelled the French way so it's T-R-E-S-O-R-L-U-X-E it's the same on TikTok and um, Instagram Um, since I am in the in the middle of rebranding uh, my new collection is not on my website it's on another website called the Upgrade Boutique Um, that's located in Houston and actually this um, business, this company reached out to me and was like, Hey, you know, I like your wigs, they should be sold on our website. It's kind of like a marketplace for wigs, like an Etsy for wigs, um, which was a great opportunity. I think I like take that for granted sometimes, but when I did look at like all the artists that were on there, I didn't see anybody from Kansas City. It was mostly people from Houston, Texas, where the company resides. You know where the money resides. Anyway, so um, I would say that my new collection is on that website, the Upgrade Boutique. Um, and I do not have any announcements at the moment. I'm just living life. You can't say we didn't we didn't live we were life. Right.
0: Um, I will say, just being a part of Mary's team, y'all, um, even with everything she's doing with rebranding, just keep a lookout, because we have some really good ideas coming. I cannot wait to just honestly keep working. It's just something you're going to have to see and believe, um, and yeah, that's that's it. I feel like I wanted to say something else to you, but I completely forgot it, so... Thank you for being on our show, Mary. Y'all go check out those Wigs. It uh, was a pleasure. Again, um, sorry about the connection, Mary. <laughs> <to> my listeners. <laughs> we kept tapping in and out. I promise you, my connection was good over here. <laughs> it wasn't me. Um, but yeah, y'all keep it locked. Please, please, please go follow Mary. I will be posting some of her content in my stories as well. You guys have my social handle. And I will see you guys in another episode. Bye, Mary. Bye, y'all. Bye. What's up, y'all? What is life without a little color and expression? Today, we have the luxury of speaking with rising colorful wig maker and owner of Treasure Luxe, Mary Gilmore. We're talking highs and lows of entrepreneurialism, aspirations, lessons, and much, much more. Two years in the game and a lot of work. Um, she has a big dream, and you will definitely be seeing her name in lights very, very soon. Everyone, let's welcome Mary. Y'all, thank you so much for tuning into this episode. Um, I hope I didn't sound muffled at all. Y'all, I cannot wait for y'all to see this vision of how I plan to continuously build up my podcasting skills because I am working on it. Newer equipment on the way newer ways where you guys can see me on the way just give me some time thank you for rocking with me in the meantime and I cannot wait to see you guys in another episode all right so peace love and light and I will catch y'all later bye